It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. This is Dancing with Words, Dancing with Wisdom with your host, Dr. Janet Smith-Warfield. Dr. Janet explores the meanings of our challenging and ecstatic life experiences, clarifies the meanings of words we use, opens up our minds to more freedom and choice, and offers insights into our everyday lives. Please welcome the host of Dancing with Words, Dancing with Wisdom, Dr. Janet Smith-Warfield. Welcome to Dancing with Words, Dancing with Wisdom. I'm your hostess, Dr. Janet Smith-Warfield, with my guest today, Emily Matuio. You are listening to us on BBM Global Network and Tune In Radio. So, Emily is a master intuitive. She's a highly skilled 20-year practitioner of energy medicine so that she helps people reach a place where all things seem possible, becoming the best they were designed to be. Not only is she a practitioner of energy medicine, but she's also an avid deep water photographer, a classically trained pianist, and she engages in competitive Latin dancing. She has helped over a 1,000 people discover and step into their own impossible dream. So, Emily, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much, Janet, for having me on. It's just always exciting to me. (laughs) Well, conscious conversations are always exciting, I think. So... (laughs) Um, let's get started with one. And and actually, let's talk a little bit first about what a conscious conversation is. Do you have any thoughts on that that you'd like to offer? I can offer some of my own, but I'd like to hear from you first. (laughs) Uh, Conscious conversation, present, being here now in the moment, um, not imagining, not creating, pardon me, not creating, not inventing, just where it's at, where you're at, how wonderful it is right now. 
Uh, what are your thoughts? My thoughts are, yes, I agree with everything you've said. It's be here now in the present moment experience. But then you can use your words creatively and co-creatively and alchemically to listen deeply to another person, to speak clearly yourself, and to go beneath the words that are spoken to the underlying energetic dynamic that's going on. Whether somebody is, um, whether you perceive another person to be stuck in some rigid, fixed worldview, or whether the dynamic between you is flowing, you simply notice this. And then you notice what's going on inside you. You notice what kind of support systems you have around you. And then you choose your words, or you choose not to speak and just to listen as you please. So to me, this is conscious conversation with or without words. Em, um, tell us how you went from being born physically on this planet to being an energy practitioner or a practitioner of energy medicine. Were there any big shifts for you in that process or big ahas? Absolutely. You know, I was that kid that wasn't quite like the other kids. You you could say I was born a little bit different, but I think I was born just perfect. But I could feel people's pain and their sadness. I could feel their physical affliction. And as a child, when I would speak about this, I was usually told that I needed to be quiet or that I was inventing things or that it wasn't really real or really possible. And it took me a number of years to come to understand that some of the words that apply to that ability or gift, we're called an empath. We're also called clairsentient. So clairsentient is one of the intuitive gifts that means knowing by feeling. I know what's going on in you because I physically feel it in my body. So I can empathize, and I do, but I take it kind of to another level. It makes it really handy when when I'm doing the work that I've been doing because I get it. I can feel it wherever is going on in the body. It doesn't matter if it's mental, emotional, physical, or spiritual. And sometimes... It's very hard to put words to it because I'm not certain that we actually have a lexicon of words that apply to some of this stuff. We just know. We know what it feels like. We know when we're right. We know when it's off. But we don't know how to describe it. And, you know, as I was going through my journey, I had a number of speed bumps on the path, you might say. So, well, don't don't we all? You know, I was trying to fit in with the rest of the kids, and so I foolishly did something on a ski hill that caused me to fracture my back. 
And that was the first time that I started hearing doctors tell me a lot of things that I would never do. Well, I said, it's not looking good this week, but let me get back to you. And <laughs> it took me some time. But, you know, I skied again. I ride bicycles. I went up and down stairs. I did all those things that they said I would never do. It's like, I'm in my 20s. I can't be doing never already. That doesn't work. And then in my 30s, I received a diagnosis quite, quite out of the blue that said, I had this incurable illness. And I was headed for hearing impairment, vision impairment, and lucky if I was only going to be quadriplegic or paraplegic. Quadriplegia was definitely in the cards. And once again, I kind of went, wow, that really feels bad. It really doesn't feel like it was anything I felt a need to experience in this lifetime. But as I worked through it, there was a part of me that went, you know, I see what I'm doing. I see what the challenges and the limitations are that are being put on me by others around me. And, you know, I know I'm going to get through this, which I did. But if I could ever help somebody else head off all of the the pain and the heartache and the trauma, you know what, that would make me feel like somehow my life had been worthwhile. And I didn't really do a lot with it. I I was studying. So it wasn't that I was practicing it, but I was practicing it for myself. I was learning and evolving. And then kind of in response, I'm not sure what it was in response to, but I had a collision, a high-speed collision with a bull moose one night. And I don't know if all of you know a bull moose, but they weigh in usually three to 4,000 pounds. They're pretty big guys. What is a bull moose? A bull moose, that's the male. Um, um, what is it, a male elk or? Moose. A moose. Okay, thank you. A um, moose. <laughs> yeah, big guy. And so, you know, I killed the moose, I killed the car, but I walked away. Amazing, amazing. So uh, we're at the end of our first segment here. Join us when we come back with my guest, Emily Matuio. Dancing with Words, Dancing with Wisdom on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Escape from Hell, A Woman's Story is a passionate book that tells the true story of author Rhonda Knudsen's journey through the darkness and adversity of abuse. The book takes readers on an emotional trail from the depths of despair to the heights of forgiveness and understanding. She was inspired to help others and her book is a vital tool through this process. Faithful to God and devotional to her beacon of hope, Rhonda Knudsen is a perfect example of finding a guiding light that helped her come through the dark and into the light. Her book can assist you in overcoming your challenges with abuse. The publication of Escape from Hell, A Woman's Story is a triumphant achievement and it can help you take ownership of your own experience of abuse and come through stronger than before. Rhonda is currently working on two more books, Shadows of Corruption and Coast to Coast on a Piece of Toast. To read more about this inspiring author and purchase her books, visit RhondaKnutson.com or go to www.amazon.com. 
Global Glory. That's the work of Dr. Marina McLean, COO of Global Glory, whose calling is to serve God. A first-generation British-born Londoner of Jamaican descent, Dr. McLean inherited the hunger for the Word from her father, who was a Bible teacher. Growing up, her home was filled with missionaries from the Caribbean islands and America, and she travels the world preaching the gospel. She has a Bachelor of Arts degree in theology and an honorary doctorate of divinity and Christian counseling from Friends International Christian University. Dr. McLean is also a songwriter and recording artist, and her songs are written during summits and conferences in the presence of God. She's recorded three worship albums to date and is in ministry for 28 years alongside her husband, Dr. Rennie McLean, who shares her passion. Visit www.globalglory.org or on Facebook at Global Glory. Call 866-244-5679 and feel the glory. Welcome back to Dancing with Words, Dancing with Wisdom. My guest today is Emily Matuio. I'm your host, Dr. Janet Smith-Forfield. You are listening on BBM Global Network and Tune In Radio. So, Em, right before the break, you were telling us about this car accident and this moose that <laughs> ran into your car or your car ran into the moose, not sure what happened. And both of them were killed, I believe, but you walked away. Tell us more yeah. about that. Well, that silly little moose did not look both ways before he crossed the road, or he would have known that I was, you know, speeding along. At any rate, he died, and I'm still not good with roadkill almost 20 years later. Actually, more than 20 years later. And, you know, cars can be repaired. And that was the next time that doctors told me a lot of things about my recovery because high-impact trauma, I felt like a bug on a windshield. And it took me a year and a half to two years to heal my body and recover. But I did. And I did it very systematically and purposefully. And at the end of it, I even competed and won, you know, third place in the Alberta Open Salsa Championships, which was pretty cool. Because just Latin dancing is a favorite thing of mine. But, you know, I healed my body because it seemed like if I didn't, I was going to be towing those illnesses and injuries around for the rest of my life. And that didn't feel very good. And after having recovered from the broken back, it was a fairly serious thing to have had such a severe trauma. But I'm good, so, and my back is good, and my chiropractor goes, really, and you're golfing now, and you're doing all these other things? It's like, yes, because I'm well. But I started to ask myself as I took up, it actually was a transition point. I'm getting ahead of myself. The moose accident was a transition point for me in that I left a 30-year IT career, as a project manager of infrastructure and development, and I moved into the arena of energy medicine. And it's very cool. I went left brain to right brain, and there's no stopping me. Tell us, tell us how you healed yourself. I'm sure other, other, some of our listeners who are listening to you now, who maybe are struggling, struggling with doctors or other people telling them that there's something wrong with them, that they've got to fix. What did you, because that happened to you. I mean, people were telling you you weren't good enough 
and you needed to fix yourself and you tried really hard to do that. But then you got, you had all these bodily um, traumas and yet you (laughs) healed yourself and you did what everyone was telling you you could never do. How did you do that? It's a good, it's a great question. You know, I I actually got to the point one day where I asked myself that. I I started to have all this training in different healing modalities and it was wonderful. And I learned how to apply things and then take my intuitive gifts. But there was still that question kind of nibbling away at the back of my head going, "Yeah, but what did you do? You were very articulate and very aware." What did you do? Because you want to be able to repeat this. And the first two things that I did, the first two things I always do, is I look to things that you can immediately control without any particular amount of training, and that's your food and your fitness. So I knew after the back, back injury, certainly after the moose accident, I knew that I was going to have to do some very specific things to get my body physically back in shape. And I was very clear I wasn't going to be having a lot of fun with it for a while. But hey, there was a prize at the end and I deserved that prize. I wanted my fitness and my wellness. The food thing, well, I learned an amazing amount about nutrition, about how to sort of combat or complement where our foods have ended up today because it certainly wasn't, it's not the same food that we have access to that I ate when I was five and 10 years old. The world has changed, we put chemicals on it, we've got mass production, there's a lot of things that make it hard for our bodies to do what they were designed to do. And that thing is to heal because you know when you cut your finger it bleeds and then the bleeding stops and then you get a little scab and that heals and then the scab falls off and you know if it's not been too bad a wound the scar heals and you're good your body knows how to heal but we put all sorts of limits and impairments in the way and we make it very difficult the food that we're eating often makes it very difficult for our body to do what it was designed to do Fitness becomes a challenge when we're now in an era where we're spending all our time with our necks bent looking at sounds and sitting on chairs in front of laptops. But there's fitness to do that doesn't require you go out to the gym and be a jock. But then there was that layer of intuitive things that I just seemed to know to do. And I didn't always know how I was doing it. But I was very clear that I was doing it. And sort of a combination. Go ahead. Yes. I was was just going to say, was there, or I mean, did you experience some kind of energy flowing into your body and giving you direction on this? And I don't care what you call it. I mean, whether you call it intuition or whether you call it cosmic energy or God or or Allah or Brahman or the Tao, 
or whatever name you want to give to this experience. I mean, did you experience something coming into your body and mind that gave you direction? Absolutely. And you gave me such a great set of choices, and the answer is all of the above. <laughs> so uh, after the, the illness, that diagnosis of that you have an incurable illness, and I was kind of shipped home with a bunch of medications, and I was feeling properly sorry for myself. I sat there and went, well, you know, it seems to me I should probably f- figure out whether or not I believe in God because I don't have enough energy to pray to somebody who's not there. So let's see if that will help. Okay, and, and, and one we're going to have thing. to continue this discussion <laughs> in our next segment. You're listening to Emily Matuio. We are Dancing with Words and Dancing with Wisdom. I'm your hostess, Dr. Janet Smith-Warfield, on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Global Glory, that's the work of Dr. Marina McLean, COO of Global Glory, whose calling is to serve God. A first-generation British-born Londoner of Jamaican descent, Dr. McLean inherited the hunger for the Word from her father, who was a Bible teacher. Growing up, her home was filled with missionaries from the Caribbean islands and America, and she travels the world preaching the gospel. She has a Bachelor of Arts degree in theology and an honorary doctorate of divinity and Christian counseling from Friends International Christian University. Dr. McLean is also a songwriter and recording artist, and her songs are written during summits and conferences in the presence of God. She's recorded three worship albums to date and is in ministry for 28 years alongside her husband, Dr. Rennie McLean, who shares her passion. Visit www.globalglory.org or on Facebook at Global Glory. Call 866-244-5679 and feel the glory. If you seek a courageous advocate, prepare to champion your rights with consumer service agencies that support aging populations. Carol Ann Hamilton is the one for you. Carol Ann is an elder care coach, author, and speaker with a quarter million hours lived experience successfully supporting unculpable aging parents. As a result of a challenging journey, Carol Ann revolutionizes how stressed out caregivers restore serenity to their worlds. She also brings over 25 years of change management expertise in Fortune 500 settings to catalyze urgent transformation within the elder care industry. Carol Ann is a popular speaker at conferences across North America. She has appeared via TV, radio, and print globally. Now you can tune in weekly to get a dose of her inspiration plus down-to-earth advice to cope with even the most difficult aging parents. Listen Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Bold Brave Media and TuneIn Radio. Welcome back to Dancing with Words, Dancing with Wisdom, with my guest today, Emily Matuio. You are listening on BBM Global Network, and I am your hostess, Dr. Janet Smith-Warfield. So, Em, we were talking before the break about, it's really allow, it seems to me it's allowing this energy to flow in and give you guidance rather than uh, getting stuck in conceptualizations or doctrines or ways of thinking. Talk a little bit more, would you, about this experience of energy flowing through your body and back out into the world? 
Well, that's, that's a two-part answer for me. So I decided I did believe in a higher power. I call him God. But I could call him, as you said, any number of, of nouns. Him or her. But I was, yes, <laughs> as you wish. Mother, Father, God created the one divine source of all that is. All of the above, because everything and everyone, we're all energy. Everything is energy. And I was very aware in my recovery that there were days I could not possibly have got from the beginning to the end of the day without some sort of assistance. And yet I had managed to get through that day and I was okay. I wasn't leaping tall buildings in a single bound. But there was some sort of extra energy. Maybe I had a pair of angels. It doesn't matter. But I was aware that I had help. You see, at this time, before the, this diagnosis, I was also a martial arts student. I was a Shaolin student. I subsequently have become a Shaolin master in healing forms. But I went to my masters and I said, will you work with me? And they said, but we don't understand about this illness. And they said, well, you're in good company because neither it seems it does anybody else. That's why it's incurable. <laughs> they said they, they would try. And so the energy that I worked with, that they worked with, is what traditional Chinese medicine calls qi. It is essential life force energy. And there are specific stances and positions very much like yoga, you take certain stances and positions, poses in yoga, poses was the word I was looking for, stances in Shaolin was how I was taught, that specifically cause an amplification of this chi, this life force energy to run through your body. And that's the kind of stuff, it's almost like if you don't have gas in the tank, how can the engine run? But if you've got a full tank, you can go places. So I worked to help my body heal because I fed it chi with specific stances. And I prayed and I did, I ate the right foods. I did everything anybody could conceivably imagine. And I monitored what my response was to see whether this was getting the traction and the recovery that I was seeking or whether I was just kind of wasting my time and product. And so not everything I did was a winner, but I ended up with what was a successful formula for me. And, and that's actually what I do with my clients. You know, I finally got to a place where I knew what to put on my business card. It says, everything is energy. When energy flows, life works. I remove energy blocks because there's stuff that happens to us in our lives causes that energy not to move freely and easily in the body. And most of us aren't trained on how to help ourselves, what to do with that. I came to my training because I had very near and dear uh, reasons. I decided that I didn't want to have my life punted into a dumpster because somebody said I would never do something again. It's like, well, let me get back to you. So I studied and I worked and I learned and I used myself as the guinea pig. Um, I continue to study, continue to not use myself as a guinea pig any longer. But what it says is everything is sort of a, a Rubik's Cube of solutions. And we don't all 
get exactly the same solution because you and I are not the same. But there's a way to keep twisting that Rubik's Cube to get the colors to line up. So the solution that you seek is available to you. Whatever the limitations or the, what's the word I'm looking for, intrusions are that have happened in your life to block that path that you seek, um, I've just become really good at learning how to remove all those roadblocks. And clients teach me, but mostly I've got to the point now where I just, I guide, I counsel, I direct, I support. I'm their number one cheerleader. I do energy work in the background to do that stuff that I can do. And I give people exercises and practices because uh, it's like Einstein said. If you change nothing, nothing changes. If you keep, you know, banging your head against the wall, pardon me, it's not like that. If you keep doing the same thing and expecting a different outcome, you're not likely going to receive it. So I can do what I do, but I have to get you to start changing some of what you do so that together it's kind of like one plus one equals three. We get the magic that you seek. And you do not have to live a life of compromise. And and that starts to get into how beliefs limit us as opposed to some of the physical things that come out. Beliefs are as important, if not more so, in terms of supporting us or restricting us. And we inherit so many beliefs from culture, from family, from politics, from religion, from school, from profession, from peers. And, you know, unlike that three-year-old who's always testing boundaries and the teenagers who are testing a different set of boundaries, we accept these beliefs and we don't challenge them. We take them as some sort of an ultimate truth. Some are. And, you know, when you sit quietly with yourself, you know what's right. You know what's true. But there's an awful lot of noise in the world that calls itself a belief that really gets in our way. And it kind of says we have to live with a compromise if we don't have everything that we want. You know, there's a lot of poor people who are happy and enlightened. There's rich people who are unhappy. And I think this is a good place to wait for the next continuation of this. Em, thank you so very much. You answered some questions I was going to ask you. We are Dancing with Words, Dancing with Wisdom. I'm your hostess, Dr. Janet Smith-Warfield. My guest today is Emily Matuio. You're listening on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Mike Zorick, a three-time California state champion in Greco-Roman wrestling at 114 pounds. Mike, blind since birth, was born in Hartford, Connecticut. He was a six-time national placer, including two seconds, two-thirds, and two-fourths. He also won the Veterans Folk Style Wrestling twice at 152 pounds. In all these tournaments, he was the only blind competitor. 
Nancy Zorick, a creative spirit whose talents have taken her to the stage and into galleries and exhibitions in several states. Her father, a commercial artist who shared his instruments with his daughter and helped her fine-tune her natural abilities, influenced her decision to follow in his footsteps. Ms. Zorick has enjoyed a fruitful career doing what she loves. Listen Saturday mornings at 12 Eastern for The Nancy and Mike Show for heartwarming stories and interesting talk on the BBM Global Network. Master of words, powerful player. What life-changing words can Dr. Janet Smith-Warfield pull out of her magical toolbox that just might mysteriously open a door you never knew was there? A door to free yourself from fear forever. Transform your rage into right action. Release your guilt. Position you into a life of freedom, purpose, passion, power, and peace. All quite suddenly, unexpectedly, and almost miraculously, with no effort on your part. Join Dr. Janet every Monday at noon Eastern on Dancing with Words, Dancing with Wisdom on the BBM Global Network as she and her guests show you how words map our experiences, immersing you in a sound bath that relaxes your muscles, opens your mind, and supports you in co-creating your extraordinary life. We are back. Dancing with words, dancing with wisdom. The we in this case is my guest, Emily Matuio. I'm Dr. Janice Smith Warfield, your hostess. You're listening on BBM Global Network and Tune In Radio. So, Emily, you were talking about beliefs before, and you made the statement that beliefs can either limit us or support us. And I think that is so very true. And of course, It's different for each one of us because each one of us is a unique human being. But I often think of an analogy. Suppose you are inside a building that has strong walls and a roof over your head. That building, if you are in a hurricane, for example, can be a support system. If you, if it is, the walls are a prison, that is a limitation. So you've, maybe you have the same walls and the same roof, but a lot depends on how you're seeing these and how these walls or these beliefs, whether they're supporting you or whether they're imprisoning you and ripping you down and draining your energy. So do you have any comments about that? I mean, I think it can go either way, and it depends on our own energy field and what we need at a particular moment as to whether or not these beliefs are support systems or prisons. How much time do we have, Janet? <laughs> because I could go on. I could go on for a long time. I actually have a series of work that I've developed that I call belief smithing because we are apparently a Um, a very limited human species by our beliefs. If I said, yeah, I can't do that, that's a limiting belief. When the doctors told me I would never climb stairs again, I would never ski again, I would never ride a bicycle again, I was going to be lucky if I wasn't quadriplegic. That was a very heavy limiting belief. 
And my my response to it was, well, if it's at all in my power, I don't think so. Watch me. I believe <laughs> I can. I believe I'm going to try. And so we say lots of words regularly that limit us. Uh, neurolinguistic programming is very fond of saying, get rid of the no, not, never, because the human brain doesn't hear that word. It hears all the other words. I've long wanted to write mad uh, a request to change their tagline because don't drink and drive. What does brain hear? It hears drink and drive. Exactly. Uh, Get home alive is a much better iteration that they've come up with. But we say this to ourselves all the time. It's our inner voice. You can call it the subconscious, but I call it the rat mind. It's usually the rat rational. Rat is short for rational. I call it the rat. The rational ego brain that's running around um, trying to preserve status quo and restricting us. But it picks up the imprints that we've inherited from family. And, and I genuinely meant from family, from culture, from religion, from politics, from education, from profession, from peers. What people say you should or should not do. You should never should all over yourself because it's a limit. I want to do this. I'm doing this. I can do this. I can be everything and anything I will myself to be. I will do this. Watch me. But there's a society and a culture around us supported by advertising on billboards and TVs and radios that tends to impose a set of goals and inherently a set of limitations that come with what we must do or how we can go about achieving those goals. And the minute we embody them, we have a limitation. And it takes a tremendous amount of effort to look at your own beliefs and see where you may be challenged. I'm really good at that. And you spoke to it actually earlier at the beginning of the show. When we start repeating ourselves, and I look for this in the words that my clients tell me, when I see a pattern established that, oh, we're going around that uh, hamster wheel again, (laughs) we have to step off that because the hamster, he never really gets anywhere. And you spend a lot of energy, but it doesn't translate into into progress. Uh, I had some of my own, I suppose they're called them limitations based on the way I was raised. I wasn't allowed to say what I really thought and felt. And I found that I was saying, well, it's kind of like a, it's a favorite response to how are you? Oh, not bad. Well, if you're not bad, how are you? Like, I'd really like to know, are you good? Are you fabulous? Are you tap dancing? How are you? And we not a lot of things and just the very process of putting that not in there inserts a limitation. And depending on how our life experiences present, what the feedback is that we get from our peers, from our family, from our friends, from what we're watching and listening to, we can actually augment, we can strengthen those limitations and really be very unaware that we're doing it. Because we're not taught. We're not taught that this is a problem. It's a risk that we have to be aware of. So I've become good at helping people undo their knots. And I don't mean K-N-O-T-S, though sometimes, but it's the N-O-T-S. 
what can you not do or what did you not think was going to be possible? It was almost like where we ended. Poor people are happy and many of them are enlightened. And just as many rich people are unhappy and unenlightened. There's something very fundamentally different in those two sets of beliefs. And while I don't recommend saying, I want to be poor, I'm pretty clear about saying, I want to believe that which makes everything I want a possibility for me. Then I just have to figure out how to go do it and make it happen. And, and, and there's I ways to I... use words to support that as well. It's um, different sorts of practices. Does that, does that make sense to you? Absolutely, and and it makes me think of some words, some questions that I came up with many years ago when I was struggling with some blocks. The questions I started asking myself, this is getting yourself out of the the ring that you're stuck in with your mind going round and round in circles. My questions were, what do I think? What do I feel? What do I need? What are my choices? And I have since added, what do I need to know and who can I trust? And we are at the end of another fascinating segment with Emily Matuio. I'm your hostess, Dr. Janet Smith-Warfield. We are Dancing with Words, Dancing with Wisdom on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Are you looking for employment and live in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is the place for you. Are you an employer looking to fill a position or quite a few positions in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is for you. Employers, JobsAnnex.com is your resource for career-minded people. JobsAnnex.com is the convenient place for job seekers and employers to hook up and move forward. Jobs Annex has been serving Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties for over 14 years. Jobs Annex is a former employment search firm. We've evaluated many thousands of resumes and we understand what employers want and what job applicants need to be successful in their interviews. At Jobs Annex, we provide you with the tools to tell your story for free. Our resources at JobsAnnex.com will help each applicant construct an award-winning resume, an eye-catching cover letter, and key interview questions to ask in various types of interviews. Best of all, it's free. JobsAnnex.com. That's J-O-B-S-A-N-N-E-X.com. There are artists and then there's Alice Asmar. This award-winning artist has spent her entire life devoted to her artistic pursuits and has had a lifelong fascination with American Indians of the southwestern United States. Her book, Dance to the Great Spirit, showcases her drawings and paintings inspired by sacred rituals of the Pueblo Indians, and four of her lithographs are in permanent collection at the National Museum of American History in the Smithsonian Institution in Washington, D.C. She is one of four artists in the United States to win a Woolley Fellowship for study in Paris at L'École des Beaux-Arts and has been featured in numerous publications. She's exhibited at the world's most prestigious museums and galleries and recently won a 20-year service award from the Burbank City Council and the inaugural art competition of the Foundation of the United States in Paris. Visit www.asmarart.com, www.aliceasmarinternational.com, and email Alice at aliceasmar at aol.com. We are back dancing with words, dancing with wisdom. I'm your host, Dr. Janet Smith-Warfield, with my amazing, energetic guest, Emily Matuio, 
on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. So, Emily, let's talk a little bit about some of the, let's call them support systems that each of us can use. And there there are a zillion support systems out there or practices or tools or techniques to support this shift where we let go of our blocks, our worldviews, our our stuck worldviews, and shift into this dance of energy. Talk talk a little bit to us, if you would, about some of these energetic vehicles or support systems or practices or tools or whatever you want to call them, and some of the ones that you personally have developed. Well, when you finished the last segment before the commercial break, you're asking a lot of questions about what do I need, what should I do, who do I talk to, who can help. You have all those answers within you. The problem is that you haven't figured out how to access that information. And rightly so, you go out and you start seeking others who know. That was one of the problems that I posed myself when I said, well, I want my clients to become as independent as possible. I want them to only call me for the tough stuff, but I want them to have a certain level of independence when they go away so they don't have to call me every time something goes wrong. I created something that haunted me for a couple of years and I did it once the first time and it was incomplete and I got back at it last year only it was I only took about a six month waiting period and I got back at it again. I developed something I call chakra energy cards. And these cards, it's a deck of seventy seven cards, and there are eleven different kinds of things that you can do for each of your seven chakras. Now a chakra is an energy center in the body. When there is something not in balance or less than optimal in any of these energy centers, in any of these chakras, the result over time starts to show as illness. Mental illness, emotional uh, unwellness, physical illness, trauma, spiritual distancing. You feel like there's something missing. Often you don't know how to articulate that there's a problem. I don't even know the words to say, I feel off. Something's missing. It's not good enough. I don't feel right. But what does that mean? What, what do you do with that? Well, if you take these cards and you start just a gentle shuffle, you don't get to be a card shark or a poker dealer. You just shuffle the cards. Or maybe you'd rather put them all out, make a mess of them on a tabletop, and pull a card. Your inner wisdom, your body, will know which card you need. And there's instructions there. I call these things interventions. 11 different kinds of interventions, and it's stuff like affirmations that you need to make to just kind of remind yourself how good your life is or your world is. Archangels, who do you need to talk to when you've got a certain sort of a situation going on? Color, crystals, 
essential oils. I know you use essential oils, Janet. I do. You use them I part, do. As, as part of your preparation before you go on the air. I've got there frankincense on this morning. <laughs> mm-hmm. There are foods that will help herbs, different meditations, nature, all of these universal laws, a yoga pose, 11 different things that I have found consistently in my 20 years that we need from time to time. And certainly no one person needs all of these things all the time, but we each need something on one of those days when we feel like something is off, when it's not right, something's missing. I don't even know who to ask or what to do. I just, I need something. So I developed these chakra energy cards and Everybody who's been using them, and that's people and practitioners, and they just launched a couple of months ago. I'm actually really exciting because I'm launching a new website and chakra energy cards, and they're all coming up kind of the first quarter, second quarter of this year. So I'm going to do a slight little segue into my website is emily.org, E-M-I-L-Y dot O-R-G. You can find the cards on the website. You can find all the information about the different processes and ways that I work with people. But sometimes when you don't know how to say that something's missing and you're looking for something, the chakra energy cards can help you fill in that hole and restore some balance. And one of the people who bought the deck, it was it was absolutely sweet. She came to visit me at a trade show that I was at. She bought the cards. And I got a, a text message from her. I keep pulling this same card. I don't want the card. I put it back in the deck. I don't want it. Four (laughs) times I've got that card. And I'm going, okay, statistically, it's not possible for you to pull one out of 77 cards four times in a row. Unless your body is saying, this is what it's asking for. This is what you need. And it was a certain yoga pose. She says, well, what do you think it means? I said, I think you should probably do what's on the card. <laughs> and she said, well, you think? I said, yeah, and, and let me know how it goes. And so the next day she said, you were right. It was fine. But for whatever reasons, uh, she just didn't feel like she wanted to do that yoga pose. And I'll let you know, I made a point of finding easily executed yoga poses so nobody gets to be a pretzel. But it was, it was just a thing, for whatever reason, she didn't want to. And I said, well, four times you got the card. I don't know what I could say to you other than you should probably just do it. That's a lot of what happens in, in the different sessions that I work with my clients. I do the energy work. I give practices and exercises for my clients to do. And it's just like, but just do it. You might not see results immediately, but you will begin to see results within a few hours, within a few days, within a week, maybe by the following morning. It's different for every person and every situation. And so I have things on my website like a test drive. I don't give my consults away for free. I charge you because you have to really want to get results, but I'll give you your money back if you want to work with me further. So it's kind of the same thing as a free consult. It's called a test drive with them. See if we can work together if we're a good fit. And Emily, Emily, we're we're at the end of another segment here, so I'm sorry. I have to interrupt you. You can can finish up when we come back 
to Dancing with Words, Dancing with Wisdom. My guest today is Emily Matuio. I'm your hostess, Dr. Janet Smith-Warfield. You're listening on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Have you ever wondered why some children recover from their symptoms of autism while others never seem to get any better? After 13 years of research, Karen Thomas has recovered her own son from his symptoms of autism naturally. She now shares how she did it with you in her free webinar so that you can have the right resources and knowledge to help your child. The definition of recovery is to regain health. Karen offers this to you in four stages. Healing the gut, natural heavy metal detoxification, balancing the co-infections of autism, brain support, and repair. Register now for this free webinar to help you know what you can do to help your child to sleep better, be more calm, improve focus, and reach their fullest potential to live a happy, healthy life. Go to naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash free workshop empowering parents with the resources to naturally recover autism from a mom who's done it we are back dancing with words dancing with wisdom with my guest today emily matuio i'm your host dr janet smith warfield you're listening on bbm global network and tune in radio so Em, you were talking to us a little bit about this new website that has just gone up and your chakra energy cards, which are a support system. I, I think it's it's almost a reminder of who we really are or maybe what's missing in our life at a particular moment. So anything else you want to offer on this? Uh, I call the chakra energy cards a healing tool, and they live on a website that has a number of healing tools that I'm starting to slowly but surely grow that because in my practice I've found a number of tools that simply support us. Sometimes we just need help. Sometimes you can have um, a catastrophe, a major event happen that you need immediate support on, which is why I provide a 911M call. Something bad's happened. It's big. You need to get grounded. You need to get focused. You need to start feeling better right away. If you want to work through something that's been a persistent energy block or a persistent limiting belief, and Janet was just mentioning on the break, Abundance and finance is one of them. And I said, I've got this monstrous category on belief smithing. It actually is two segments because we have so many financial limiting beliefs. But there's a guided healing process. You can work with me for a month to start breaking through some of these limitations. And if you've decided that you really want to get a whole lot of stuff on the go for yourself, there's a learning how process where you can work with me for three months to really start affecting change and learn how to help your family, your friends. All of that is on emily.org and the chakra energy cards live out on a site that has a link on Emily. I call it Fanatics Collections because I quite frankly am a fanatic about energy and the healing power of good energy. 
Okay. Uh, well, that sounds wonderful. Is there any any final words you want to share with our audience, Emily? What's the most important thing that you can leave our listeners with today? Love yourself unconditionally. Believe in yourself that everything is possible and that you were created and born whole and perfect. Good advice. Not always easy to follow, and that's when we need the support systems. It's a big deal. It's not that easy to do because we have a lot of noise around throwing us off that game. Exactly. Exactly. Emily, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here with us today. I've thoroughly enjoyed all your wonderful um, stories, suggestions, uh, the energetic flow of your melodious voice. Uh, Next week, my guest is Fairy Elaine Silver, who's the, the words that are used to describe her are, she has a singing voice of an angel. She's been featured nationally on the Wisdom Channel and on New Jersey Network's award-winning television program, State of the Arts. She's the recipient of a Garden State Music Award. She has a metaphysical musical ministry. She's worked with many best-selling authors in her field, and she has sung with many um, outstanding folk performers, such as Arlo Guthrie, Pete Seeger, Doc Watson. So join us next week on Dancing with Words, Dancing with Wisdom, I am your hostess, Dr. Janet Smith-Warfield. You are listening on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This has been Dancing with Words, Dancing with Wisdom with your host, Dr. Janet Smith-Warfield. Listen each week as Dr. Janet uses words in atypical ways to shift you into experiences beyond words and transforming turmoil into inner peace. Here on Dancing with Words, Dancing with Wisdom. You've been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.